I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. For avid cinema goers, there are so many times that you see a character wow in a certain movie only to then be left with questions to ponder over where their life would have taken them next or even where their story had taken them before. However, for some of those figures, there are strangely some pictures that just so happen to work when viewed as an unofficial, accidental, unintentional sequel to those outings. Of course, we've got to apply some kind of creative license and imaginative thinking here, but that's sort of the point. Before we crack into it, props to a Reddit thread from user cyberjazz71 who provided the inspiration for this piece. I'm Jess from What Culture, and here are 10 movies that became unintentional sequels. Number 10. The Rock is Sean Connery's real final 007 outing. If there was ever someone who could escape the confines of Alcatraz Island, surely James Bond would be in with as good a shout as anyone. Such thinking has led some to thinking that 1996's The Rock was Sean Connery's real final 007 outing, with him picking up the James Bond Batten from where he left off in 1971's Diamonds Are Forever. Here, Connery is yet again James Bond in every aspect bar his character's name. As this Michael Bay feature plays out, we come to learn that not only is Connery's John Mason the only person to successfully escape from Alcatraz, it's also explained how Mason was previously an SAS captain and an operative for the MI6 intelligence service. All sounds extremely 007, right? Mason was locked up in Alcatraz after the US caught him stealing a microfilm containing the country's biggest secrets. And the stubborn fella opted to silently spend a couple of decades imprisoned rather than hand over this sensitive piece of intel. Only adding further to the heavy Bond vibes, The Rock wraps up with John Mason faking his own death and outsmarting those who've had him in their crosshairs. Hmm. Number nine. Assault on Precinct 13 is a sequel to Training Day. For those not familiar with John Carpenter's original Assault on Precinct 13, some people believe the 2005 remake of that picture to be a direct sequel to Training Day. In both of these movies, Ethan Hawke plays a lawman known as Jake. They are, of course, separate characters, yet the story of these two Jakes works brilliantly as a continuous narrative, going from one film to the next. When looking at Training Day, Hawke's Jake Hoyt finds himself working with a shady detective, Denzel Washington's Alonzo Harris, who's out to screw Jake over in order to save his own hide. By the end of that 2001 effort, Alonzo gets his comeuppance and is murdered by the Russian mob. As the assault on Precinct 13 redo opens up, 
we find Hawks Jake Roenick abusing his body with the ever-wise combination of booze and pain pills due to past trauma suffered on the job. Stuck working as a desk sergeant as a result of his erratic behavior, this Jake is likewise thrown into a world of underhand corruption and questionable morals due to his colleagues. Number 8. Frost slash Nixon is a sequel to Nixon. Of course, both 2008's Frost slash Nixon and 1995's Nixon are movies based on true events, and so they're essentially two parts of the same overall story. What particularly makes Frost slash Nixon serve as an accidental sequel to Nixon is in how both films brilliantly dovetail together if watched back to back. Starring Anthony Hopkins in its title role, Nixon ends with Richard Nixon's 1974 resignation as President of the USA. For Ron Howard's 2008 Frost Slash Nixon, the film picks up from that exact point in time, with Frank Langella's 37th president quitting as a direct response to the Watergate scandal of two years prior. All while Michael Sheen's David Frost watches this resignation live on TV. Interestingly, Sheen and Langella had previously played their Frost slash Nixon roles in the Broadway and West End productions of the tale prior to reprising those figures in the 2008 movie. Fittingly, both Anthony Hopkins and Frank Langella would receive Best Actor nominations for their respected portrayals of Nixon when it came to the Academy Awards. Hopkins losing out to Nick Cage for his turn in Leaving Las Vegas, while Sean Penn's performance as the eponymous Harvey in Milk edged out Langella. Number 7. My Blue Heaven is a sequel to Goodfellas My Blue Heaven is what would happen if Martin Scorsese's Goodfellas had continued on and became a comedy picture. Both of these movies were adapted from Nicholas Pileggi's Wise Guy novel. Both of them were also released in 1990, Scorsese's picture hitting cinemas one month after Herbert Ross's My Blue Heaven. While Henry Hill by name doesn't feature in My Blue Heaven, Steve Martin's lead character is clearly the one and the same, played by Ray Liotta in Good fellas. For Martin, he plays Vinny Antonelli, a one-time mobster who's forced to go into the witness protection program ahead of testifying in court against his gangster pals. Ross's film carries on where Goodfellas ended, with Vinny struggling to keep himself out of trouble as old habits threaten to rear their head. As alluded to though, My Blue Heaven is a total slapstick comedy vehicle, with Martin joined by Rick Moranis and Joan Cusack as he yucks it up. Goodfellas only ever refers to Henry's new identity as Justin Average Schnook. The real Henry Hill actually took on the name of Alex Cancellini. But Steve Martin's Vinnie Antonelli becomes Todd Wilkinson as he tries to adjust to a new life without his old friends and with his wife having decided to leave him. Number 6. Enemy of the State is a sequel to The Conversation Of all the films featured here, few work as well as an unintended sequel as Tony Scott's Enemy of the State. Released in 1998 with Gene Hackman and Will Smith on headline duties, Scott's movie can be viewed as a brilliant natural follow-up to the 1974 Hackman-fronted The Conversation. Following a very similar plot as The Conversation, Enemy of the State works as the perfect continuation for the 74 film's Harry Call. Harry was Hackman's character in that slick Francis Ford Coppola thriller, and there's plenty of evidence to back up the notion that The Conversation is actually a sequel. 
One major element to point at is how an old photo of Hackman's Enemy of the State character of Brill Lyle is in fact an archive picture taken directly from the conversation. Added to that, Brill has the same messy habits as Harry when it comes to his work, and Lyle likewise wears the same style of coat as Cole. Enemy of the State also throws up some uncertainty about Brill's real identity, suggesting that his name could merely be an assumed one, which further leans into how Brill Lyle could really just be Harry Cole three decades down the line. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Number five, End of Watch is a sequel to Jarhead. It's extremely simple to think of End of Watch as being a natural successor to Jarhead. Both starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Jarhead sees Gyllenhaal's Anthony Swafford close the film as a Marine pondering a career in the police force. While End of Watch has Jake's Brian Taylor, a police officer who had previously served in the Marines. What's maybe most noticeable about these two pictures is that Gyllenhaal plays properly amped up aggressive characters in the pair. It wouldn't be all that crazy to think that Swafford and Taylor are one in the same character. Well, apart from the fact that Anthony Swafford is a very real person who absolutely was a Marine and who later recounted his experiences for his 2003 book, Jarhead. One other minor issue here is that one has to totally discount any time discrepancies with this theory. After all, End of Watch takes place in the modern day 2012 Los Angeles, while Jarhead was set during the Gulf War of 1990 into 91. Jake Gyllenhaal would clearly have to be a lot older by end of watch for this idea to fully tie together, but hey, it's fun to slacken the rules of logic and sense at times. Number four, Sahara is a sequel to Raise the Titanic. Visually, you'd likely never associate 1980s Raise the Titanic and 2005 Sahara together. Set largely in a grim, gray and gloomy New York, Raise the Titanic is a million miles away from the sweltering heat of Mali in Breck Eisner's Matthew McConaughey and Penelope Cruz Stara. What may have gone unnoticed is that the lead characters of both of these films is Dirk Pitt, a creation of novelist Clive Cussler. In case you hadn't guessed by now, Raise the Titanic involved 
involves Richard Jordan's Dirk tasked with raising the titular vessel. While Sahara was a totally fresh beast that was never intended to be a continuation of raising the Titanic, it can be viewed that way by those who paid attention during the film's opening credits. The Titanic mission itself is never mentioned during Sahara, but those opening credits happen to feature a whole bunch of newspaper headlines about Pitt's past glories. And wouldn't you know it, his attempts to rescue this most famous of sunken ships is indeed shown on one of these clippings. Number 3. War Inc. is a sequel to Gross Point Blank Gross Point Blank was great, War Inc. was awful. Both starring John Cusack, Joan Cusack, and Dan Aykroyd, admittedly in a minor role in the second feature, both of these films can easily be viewed as existing in the same realm and sharing the same characters. Unfortunately for those who watch War Inc., one thing that this pair of pictures doesn't share is the same level of quality. In addition to playing an assassin in Gross Point Blank and War Inc., John Cusack also co-wrote the two films, and he himself explained to The Guardian how even without realizing it, he ended up making War Inc. a spiritual cousin to George Armitage's 97 movie. The characters in these films don't share any names, but Cusack plays a high-stakes assassin in both of them, with his sister Joan playing the assistant to John Martin Q. Blank and Brand Hauser. In Gross Point Blank, Martin is a freelance assassin who rekindles his love with an old flame at his high school reunion while battling a rival hitman. Where War Inc. is concerned, Cusack's brand is a hired gun working in the world of global politics, which could conceivably have been a natural career path for Martin Q. Blank. Number 2. Dread is a sequel to Gunpowder Milkshake While we've yet to get a straight-up sequel to 2012's Dread, although a Mega City 1 TV series is just about in development, audiences may have accidentally been served up a Dread prequel picture earlier this year. Hitting Netflix this past July, Gunpowder Milkshake stars Lena Headey and Karen Gillan as a mother and daughter pair of assassins in a world gone to the dogs. As crime runs rampant in this world, the only semblance of normalcy for our lead duo is getting to slurp milkshakes at the local diner. For Haiti Scarlet, she finds herself having to take down a criminal empire in order to rescue her offspring. It doesn't take a huge amount of imagination to tie the events of Gunpowder Milkshake to those of Dread. In Dread, Haiti plays the big bad of the picture, Mama. In the landscape of that 2012 offering, Mama heads up her own evil empire, having killed her way to the top of said empire. Taking creative license, could Mama have been a new persona taken on by Scarlet after her life of being an assassin caused something nefarious to happen to her daughter? Number 1. The Good Son is a Twisted Home Alone 2 sequel Released in 1993, The Good Son can be viewed as a skewed future reality for poor Kevin McAllister of the Home Alone franchise. With his parents having forgotten about him twice, Macaulay Culkin's Kevin has been put into foster care and moved from family to family. Not just that, but the trauma of Home Alone and Home Alone 2 has developed a darker side to Kevin, with his fractured mental state imbuing him with murderous intentions. Pretty out there, right? For sure. But still, this school of thinking very much matches The Good Son up as the Home Alone 3 we never got. In The Good Son, Culkin plays young killer Henry Evans, showcasing a chilling edge to an actor who, by that point, was known for energetic, cheery performances 
characters in the likes of the Home Alone features Uncle Buck and My Girl. The Good Son was refreshing in how it had the cherub-faced Macaulay as a twisted, disturbed figure. One could even suggest that Kevin McAllister changed his name once leaving his biological parents. Or who knows, maybe he even started his killing spree by offing Kate, Peter, Buzz and the rest of the McAllister clan. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.